Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The first game of the three-game set between the Apple Sox and the Bells goes to Wenatchee, and with it, the Apple Sox set a new franchise record by winning their 12th consecutive home game in league play. Wenatchee earning a 5-1 triumph against the Bells, and what a great start to this three-game set against Bellingham. Apple Sox improving to seven consecutive victories, also a new high in the 2023 season. Wenatchee is now 32-11 overall and 13-3 in the second half. For the Apple Sox in Tuesday's game, it started with two big innings, a two-run bottom of the first and a three-run bottom of the seventh, and Evan Canfield did the rest of the damage for Wenatchee. Canfield had a great outing, but first we'll go through the scoring. Wenatchee striking twice in the bottom of the second after Felix Schlade got a pair of strikeouts to strand a man at second base and toss a scoreless top of the first inning. Ready to go here. The one ball, two strike count. Schmidt at second. The right-hander fires. A breaking ball. Swing and a miss. First strike three. Two down now here in the top of the first inning. The right-hander with a deep breath as the wind blows. He delivers a pitch on the outside edge for called strike three. Felix Schlade with two punch outs. In the bottom of the frame, what Angie would reach on four consecutive base hits to open up the inning. Frankie Carney with a single and Carson with a bloop double that could not be handled out in right field by right fielder Hartman, who looked like he was on his way to making the grab, but Max Hartman was unable to do so. Dropped in for a base hit. Nick Putnam followed with an RBI single, and Cooper Witten added one of his own right after that. The 2-1 broken bat. Putnam punches this out toward right field. Ranging back, Yoshida, the second baseman, can't find it. He drops it in from third. Carney will score, and the Apple Sox get some good luck here in the first inning. It's going to be a single for Putnam on back-to-back balls that the Apple Sox should not have had base runners. They're able to cash in and take an early 1-0 lead. As Witten connects and dumps the ball into center field for a single. Wenatchee has opened this game up with four consecutive hits and leads 2-0 here in the bottom of the first inning. So that made it 2-0 Wenatchee after the first inning, and that score would hold until the fourth inning. But along the way, Felix Schlade kept racking up the strikeouts. He got out of a big jam on the second inning. One out and the bases loaded. He struck out Cole Yoshida and got a pop out to center to keep the bases loaded and end that inning with Wenatchee still ahead. Big pitch for Schlade. The payoff offering is swung on a miss. First strike three. On a pitch that looked like it was tailing away, Yoshida offers at it and swings and misses. Third strikeout of the ball game for Schlade. Schlade would add another strikeout in the third inning, striking out the final batter of that frame, again stranding a man in scoring position as Andrew Valdez had a one-out a one double but was left over at third base and stranded due to the, the fourth punch out of the game from Felix Schlade. One and two the count, two down, runner at third. Schlade delivers a breaking ball, swing and a miss, first strike three. So he's able to punch out Bauer to retire the side and strand a runner over at third base. Four punch outs for Felix Schlade, and Wadachi hangs on to that two to nothing lead. He would wrap up his outing with one in the fourth. However, the Bellingham Bells would score one run in that frame Ty Saunders practically manufacturing a run all on his own. With a leadoff single, stole second, 
Went to third on a flyout and then scored on a wild pitch that just perfectly bounced off of the leg of Austin Owen and then down the third baseline to drive him in. That made it 2-1, to one, but from that point on, the Bells would not get any other base runners as Evan Canfield entered, and he dominated the rest of the way. He retired all 16 hitters that he faced, 1-2-3-5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth innings to wrap this one up for the Apple Sox and earned a huge victory in relief. Five and a third scoreless from Canfield as he improves to 3-0 and in the summer. His ERA is now down to 173. No hits, no walks, and three strikeouts as he had one of the sixth, one wrap of the eighth, and one of the ninth before getting that final out to close out the huge victory for Wenatchee. And Canfield delivers one right in there for strike three, 90 miles per hour, heart of the zone, and Bauer goes down looking for out number two. Two and two the count. Canfield looking for strikeout number two. And he'll get it here. Swung on and missed. It gets away from Olin. Picks it up. Fires over to first base. And it's in time to complete the strikeout and retire the side in order. Evan Canfield with four and a third. Perfect innings of relief. A 3-1 from Canfield is swung on and chopped over to the first base side. Sweeney on a hop has it. Takes it over to the bank. Flipping to Canfield. He gets the final out. And Wenatchee wins this one. Now the Apple Sox would add some insurance before the game ended, scoring three runs in the seventh inning. Cam Oyland led off with a double. Sebastian David was walked. As he was showing bunt the whole way, he would not get it down because none of the pitches were in the zone. And then Frankie Carney put down a sacrifice bunt to move both men up. And then after that, Carson Owen followed with an RBI single to tack on some insurance. The 2-1 swung on and dumped into right field for a base hit. Hoyland comes in to score from third, and the Apple Sox make it a 3-1 lead here in the seventh inning. Hoyland with his second hit of the game, and this time it's an RBI single to give Wenatchee a two-run lead once again. Then Nick Putnam came up, and maybe the win, maybe a little defensive error helped out a little bit, but either way, Wenatchee got a little bit of luck. Ball hit out toward left field that dropped in. Olin was off and running before the pitch. Went to second, and he would head over toward third as a run would score. David came in from third. Now the RBI single by Putnam, but the throw in from the left fielder toward second base from Coleman Schmidt could not be handled by second baseman Cole Yoshida. And as a result, popped away from him. Olin kept on running and scored from third as Putnam picked up his second RBI of the game. Four for six in stolen base attempts. He does take off as Putnam connects and dumps this ball into left field. Olin keeps on chugging, hits the third, and it's an RBI single for Nick Putnam. The throw to second, unable to be scooped by Yoshida. Olin comes in to score, and it's an RBI single and an error to drive in two runs for the Apple Sox. It's a three-run seventh inning, and it's 5-1 to one Wenatchee. So the Apple Sox earned the 5-1 victory against Bellingham and earned their seventh consecutive victory of the season, their season high now for a winning streak, and their 12th consecutive home victory in league play. They go for their 12th series victory of the summer on Wednesday night when they host the Bells again at 635.
Saturday night, July 29th, Hawaiian Night is back at the Wenatchee Apple Sox at Paul Thomas Senior Field in Wenatchee. Win a five-night trip to Hawaii from Journey Travel and Tours. Come watch the Wenatchee Apple Sox take on the Edmonton Riverhawks on Saturday, July 29th. Each inning, a lucky ticket holder will be chosen to participate in our fun coconut bowling contest to be held at the end of the game. All contestants will roll their coconut from the pitcher's mound. Closest to home plate will win round-trip airfare to Hawaii, including accommodations at the gorgeous Royal Kona Resort in Hawaii. See you Saturday evening, July 29th for Hawaiian Night. A presentation of Journey Travel and Tours, the Wenatchee Apple Sox, and Sunny FM, the greatest hits. I'm Joel Norman, and what a great victory for Wenatchee to start off this huge series as they take down the Bells in game number one. They did so in part thanks to the return of a familiar name, Cam Hoyland rejoining the Apple Sox for the next couple of days here to provide some outfield depth. And, boy, adjustments you mentioned to me, they really paid off, didn't they, Cam? A two-for-four game, doubled in the seventh inning, singled in the second. Both balls really well struck. Let's talk about that double first because that should have been just a single. You turned it into a double. At what point did you make that decision that you were going to go from first to second? Yeah, so I saw the right fielder kind of slowly jogging over to the ball, and I realized he, I could catch him sleeping, and so I was like, I'm going to test my speed. I know I could get there, and uh, he put a good throw on it, but I was able to beat it out. Worked out pretty well, and you eventually would come around to score. That was a huge inning for you guys. We were just talking a moment. It didn't feel like when you were up 2-1, to one, it didn't feel like it was just a one-run game, but you still needed a little breathing room, and you guys got at that frame. How big was it to have that three-run outburst in the seventh? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Those are some of my favorite at-bats is late in the game when we're needing runs, being the leadoff batter to start things off because it kind of gives you a little more confidence going up to the plate saying, okay, I'm going to start this thing off for my guys. What did it mean to rejoin this group? Obviously, there's a lot of familiar faces, some new ones in here. What was that like coming back with these guys? Oh, it was super awesome. Uh, seeing everybody uh, greet me when I got back, it was just like I hadn't skipped a beat. I love seeing these guys. Being around these guys is so much fun. Um, they make baseball just like they make it easy to come to the ballpark and want to win for each other. Did a lot of winning while you were here when you joined the team in late June. Now you're back and still doing a lot of winning. Got to be kind of fun to feel like you picked right up back where you left off, right? Yeah, these guys go out and we just win. Um, glad I could help and be a part of that, a part of the squad. Um, but, I mean, couldn't do it without the other eight guys or the pitcher on the mound dominating all day. So you're going to be here for the next couple of days, correct? You're here till the end of Friday. What This is going to be a fun little situation for you. You just get a little extra work in. You're going to go back to a familiar spot as well. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's These past few weeks I took off for a few days, but I can't stay away from baseball. So I was out working, doing swing adjustments. Uh, took some time off of throwing, which was needed. Uh, but now I'm, now I'm back to throwing, obviously. Um, but it's been a lot of fun coming back, and I'm going give to give it my all for these four games, and uh, hopefully we can go 4-0 in these games and win the second half. Oh, it sure would be nice to do that. It's a real chance to at least clinch a playoff berth this week, but also maybe a chance to win that second half, as you mentioned. This is a, a situation for this team where you're kind of coming back in. What, what do you feel like has changed with the team's mindset from when you last were here to compared to now? Because I'd imagine it's probably pretty similar, but maybe that focus with how where we're getting late in the season, I imagine it's a little sharper now. Yeah, I mean, I it feels no different to me, honestly. Uh, the coaches are doing a great job of managing the guys, kind of letting them play their own ball game. They, they trust everybody's skill level that they put out there. And I think all the guys believe in the talent in the lineup, too. And even the guys who step up, like Trent, he did a great job coming in today. And he stepped up in a position he hadn't played 
a lot uh, recently, and he did a great job, and he did great on the stick too. Uh, worked out really well as well. He'll be on the bump tomorrow. We'll be looking forward to that. Cam, someday we're looking forward to seeing you on the bump. Hopefully again at Apple Sox uniform. Great work at the plate here today. Great to have you back. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. That's Cam Hoyland, two for four at the plate, returning to the Apple Sox, playing in center field and providing some great depth for Wenatchee in tonight's game. Now we're joined by tonight's starting pitcher, Felix Schlade, who went the first three and two-thirds innings in this one. And Felix, it feels like with each game, you're slowly working your way back up in that starting role. This season at Central Arizona, you were only a reliever for them. Talk to me about what that's been like adjusting to being a starter once again, now back with the Apple Sox. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I started I started really my whole life, so it's not that that big of a, of a change. You know, hoping to keep starting as long as I can, you know. So it's been a... Like getting back into the routine has been, it's been a little different, but mm -hmm. it hasn't been anything too hard. It's got to be kind of nice, though. Like yeah. you said, you've been yeah. starting your whole life. You're more familiar with that in general. It's got to be kind of fun getting back to that. And it's got to be fun feeling like you're getting better each time out. Here today was the second time. First three innings, no runs. And that fourth inning, one kind of comes in. And Cam was just saying it a moment ago, kind of a fluky run with a, a perfect bounce on a wild pitch. When you look back at this outing, you kind of just discard a moment like that because in a way that was kind of a fluky run well I mean yeah obviously I'm not happy about the run but like at the end of the day we we won the ball game so it's yeah it's an easy one to forget when you still win and what's this been like being back with the Apple Sox this was a place you were last year you had some growing pains I felt that first year going in but there were some highs or some lows it feels like the consistency has been there much more this season for you what do you feel like has led to that uh, I feel like it's really just a mental mentality. If you like go out there, you think you're gonna win, you're probably gonna win. Like the last year, I, I feel like I still had had everything that I needed, but maybe the mental wasn't as good as as it has been this year. You think that's the biggest adjustment for you from a year ago to now is what your mental approach is now? Yeah, I would say so. And I think it's just like yeah, going out there and trusting. You put the work in, I put the work in, so I know I can go out and get guys out. So, yeah. You did a really good job of this one, limiting the free passes. You did Your last batter was only your second walk of the game. That's been a thing at times. We know you can get the strikeout. Sometimes those walks have been something that's been problematic for you. What did you do today to kind of tidy things up? Trusted my mechanics and attacked hitters. Just tried to get strike one. Worked out pretty well with the five strikeouts of this one. Well, Felix, I imagine we're going to get probably – Let's see, probably another start out of you before the end of the summer or two here. So looking forward to your next time on the bump. Thanks for joining yep. us. All right, thank you. That was Felix Schlade, the Apple Sox starter for tonight's game. He went three and two-thirds innings, only allowed one run on five hits in this game. He paved the way, and then Evan Canfield came in and got the rest of the outs after that. Canfield going the final five and a third. No runs allowed, no hits, no walks, no base runners. 16 consecutive hitters retired by Canfield to close out the game. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable, family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. It's a playoff rematch from last summer as the Apple Sox face the Bellingham Bells this week. Don't miss a $2 off Tuesday, a chance to win prizes just by attending Wednesday's game and another Thirsty Thursday. First pitch all three nights is at 6.35. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at AppleSox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. 
I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by the reigning West Coast League Player of the Week, Carson Owen. Carson, pretty exciting news for you after a great week. You extended your hitting streak to eight games, hits in all six of those games. What was clicking for you at the plate, not just this past week, but really for most of this month so far? Uh, I think just finding pitches I like to hit, right? So anything in, uh, anything that's there for me, I'm swinging at. And I'm seeing the ball really well right now. So I'm spitting on bad pitches and swinging at good pitches, and it's causing me to you know, drive the ball to all areas of the park right now, which is really exciting. Would you say that's been your biggest adjustment to the college game? Because this is kind of your first taste of playing at the collegiate level. Yeah, I mean, it took me a while to get used to it, I think. The first couple weeks I was struggling a little bit. But I mentioned before in a, in a prior interview, just making adjustments necessary against this better pitching. You know, a little bit harder velo, more pitching, or more pitches. And so just adjusting to that. And I've been able to make the adjustment, and now I'm killing it. So. Two home runs for you as well last week, back-to-back -back games, and those were both ones where it looked like you kind of knew those were gone right off the bat. Tell me about the feeling of getting your first two home runs of the summer out of the way. Yeah, the first one was awesome. That was my favorite swing of the year so far. I hit it, and I knew it was gone over the cages and had a little bat flip in there, which was sick, and I enjoyed that. And then did it again the next day, and it was awesome to go back-to-back -back days. And then the hits kept coming, and so I'm just still trying to stick with it. We're seeing you get a lot of walks as of late as well, and I think part of that's helped when you're batting second in the order, where you've moved up to recently. Talk to me about your approach batting second in the order, because that's a good position to get on base while also trying to move guys up or score them. It's nice because I get more at-bats up in the second spot, uh, but I'm pitched a little bit harder, so I'm getting a little bit more off-speed, you know, higher in the higher in the order. It's kind of nice batting ninth because, you know, they're just like ninth hitter fastballs, so I got a lot of fastballs there, but it's been fine. I get more at-bats, and I'm seeing the ball really well right now, so I'm glad to be in that position. Switch hitting as well. You know, there's not a lot of guys who are able to do it pretty well from both sides. You've gone far more left-handed bats at-bats than right-handed. You're probably going to get some right-handed swings in though today going against the southpaw. You've hit really well against lefties. What do you attribute that success to? It's been, you know, hitting in these BP sessions before games, going out to the cages all the time and swinging right-handed even though I'm not going to be facing a lefty that day. So just working hard on it and working really hard in the cages, and that helps me from both sides of the plate. You guys took all six games to start this homestand. It continues here today with a tough opponent. What do you look back at from this weekend that you're looking to take into this series? And what are some things you guys think that you kind of need to tidy up a little bit? Obviously, you know, the hits need to keep coming. And I know they've got a, a good arm on the bump this game coming up. So just hitting the ball around the yard and then doing the right job that, you know, whatever coach says, if you need to get a bunt down, get a bunt down, uh, move runners over, and let's just keep running barrels around the yard. How dynamic has that been for you to be prepared for sometimes put down a bunt, sometimes swing for the fences? Yeah, I love uh, having that versatility. You know, I've dropped a few bunts down myself, and I can do that as well. So, you know, if I have, you know, some big home runs like I did the other day, I can drop a bunt down after that. So I really enjoy doing that too, and that's part of my game that I like doing. Awesome. Carson, congrats on the great week you just had. Keep it up here this week. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Apple Songs are in a 5-1 victory in the series opener against the Bellingham Bells. Wadanchi improves to 32-11. Bellingham falls to 26-16. Let's run through the numbers of this one. Wadanchi defeating Bellingham in the series opener, earning its seventh consecutive victory overall and its 12th consecutive home win in league play. The Bells score one run on five hits, commit two errors in this game. Wenatchee, five runs on 12 hits and no errors in this victory. The Apple Sox had 758 fans in attendance, and the time of the game was two hours and 25 minutes as Evan Canfield picked up the victory. A superb effort from him in relief as Canfield would toss the final five and a third innings of scoreless ball 
He would get each of the final 16 outs, struck out three, no hits, no walks, no one reached base against him as he earns the victory for Wenatchee. The Bothell, Washington native drops his ERA down to 173 and is now 3-0 this summer in an Apple Sox jersey. The loss, meanwhile, to Daniel Parrett, who falls to 2-3 on the summer. ERA jumps up to 415 with allowing two runs in this game, and he suffers the loss as Bellingham drops its first game in the last four. They had, dropped, they had won three consecutive prior to this, but suffered the defeat in this game. So what Angie goes for the series victory on Wednesday night when they face the Bells again at 6.35 p.m. And our pregame coverage, of course, will begin with the Apple Sox pregame show at 6.10 p.m. on the Apple Sox Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.